0: Welcome to State of the Unknown. This podcast is about everything weird, spooky, haunted, bizarre, paranormal, and much more. I'm Mike. I'm Gio. And we're the hosts of this podcast.
1: For our premiere episode, we're going to talk about our paranormal experiences, along with some spooky shit that goes on at the Manger Hotel. So, Mike, why don't you start us off? How How did you become interested in the paranormal?
0: Well, thank you for asking, G. So... um, Initially, I wasn't too interested in the paranormal. Um, It always seemed like something that was just always in movies and they always played up a little bit more. So I didn't really believe in it too much until one experience that happened. So this experience was, um, I was at my house, right, and nobody else was home. So it was broad daylight, you know, nothing, nothing too scary, nothing too shady, and I'm walking down my hallway. So I'm just kind of walking down, you know, moseying my way through. And next thing I know, I hear some footsteps that are happening kind of behind me, but in the living room. So I'm kind of going down the hallway. I can't see the living room, but I can hear it. And it sounds like big boots just echoing through the living room. So I'm thinking, oh my God, somebody's in my house right now. And as I'm feeling like the hairs on the back of my neck start rising, I decide I need to go do something about Did this. Did they really rise though? They really did. They I'm did. not gonna lie. Like that was the first time I've ever had that experience. It was the creepiest thing. It's the
1: grossest feeling, right? It You're really just like it
0: is, yeah. So I'm going in, right? I'm I'm going down the hallway and I go into my room immediately. And so I go into my room and I close the door as quietly as possible. I have my back against the door and I'm thinking, What am I gonna do right now? Like somebody's in my house. Like I literally had that fear, the adrenaline was coursing through me, like my heart was racing so fast. And so I'm thinking, I need to get a weapon. So the first thing I get is a fork. <laughs> it, it literally is a fork. I had a dinner plate and I had a fork.
1: Why a fork out of all things? You can't, oh, you man. you couldn't just find like a bat, like a normal person, see, I uh, wish I you had know, one. you could have gone to the kitchen and got a knife.
0: But see the the way my house was set up, the kitchen and the living room were in the same place. So if I were to run in there, it, probably would have like, I would have been noticed. So I, I didn't know, want but to, like, a, to take what, a risk. What
1: boy doesn't have a bat in their
0: room? I mean, see, I actually got a bat after this event. So, I mean, I wasn't prepared cause I was one of those kids. I was like, you know, nothing bad's gonna happen here. Like everybody else has like sense of safety when you're at your house. been a really stupid
1: kid. I mean,
0: I must have been <laughs> oh, all I did. Stuff, I sorry. know man, to my heart. <laughs> anyway, so I get this fork and I'm thinking, all right, I can do some damage with this. So I open my door really, really slowly and quietly and I'm tiptoeing my way down my hall. So just like a little frame of reference, as soon as I get down to the hall, to my right is the living room, and to my left is the kitchen. So the living room is where my attention was at. So one detail I kind of missed out in the beginning was that I have two chihuahuas as well, Uh and they were in the living room, chilling, hanging out. So that's why it kind of like spooked me, and I'm like, if somebody was here, they would be going wild. So why, why weren't they? And I was thinking the worst, they really are. Yeah. So I was thinking like, man, I hope nothing happened to my dogs. Cause I love my dogs, man. They're the best anyway. So I have my fork in my hand and I'm peering over down the hallway and I'm looking down to the living room and I don't see anything. So there's quite a bit of coverage right there. So someone can hide behind furniture. So I was thinking, okay, I'm not safe yet. I need to go check this out. Like I gotta, I gotta be bold. I have no choice. So I'm going out. And I kind of tiptoe a little bit more. I get to my dining room table, right in the middle of like the intersection of all the rooms, and I look. I don't see anything. So I'm like, "All right, Mike, it's just time to go in." So I kind of like go all the way towards any of the hiding spots, like in a big open area. I check behind the couch, nothing. I check behind this little like dresser cabinet thing that holds china, nothing at all. So I'm thinking, "What? What was that?" And so, I mean, after that point, I ended up finding nothing in the house. So I was thinking this, this has to be something paranormal. Like I, I would, I would think, cause those bootsteps were so significant. Like, and I, I feel like it wouldn't have been anything else. So it just, it frightened the crap out of me. I'm not gonna lie. And so ever since then, I've always had, like, a little bit of, of a belief inside of, like, in the paranormal world. Yeah. Yeah. Was that's, just,
1: pretty, that's a good story.
0: Yeah. It was, it was creepy. Thanks. But just reliving <laughs> that moment, I always get, like, the little hairs on my arms, like, raising. Like, it's, it was just that significant of a moment. Like, it's, <laughs> it was crazy. But what about you, G? What kind of uh, experiences have, have you had?
1: Well, I've had, well, actually, I've had a lot of experiences. Not a lot, but a, a good handful. Okay.
0: Okay. What's the most significant?
1: Hmm. Okay, so I have two. Oh. have two, yeah. We'll lay it okay, on us. so um, at our old house, uh, I was like voting clothes. It was like one, two, three in the morning, somewhere around there. Hmm. Um, everybody was asleep, and I had to finish the entire load of laundry and oh. fold them and then deliver the clothes to the rooms before the next morning, or else I couldn't go see my boyfriend at the time. Oh,
0: man, those chores. Always the Suck. worst. Oh Always
1: the worst. So, anyway, so I'm there and I'm folding clothes and I'm watching Toy Story 2. So, um, our living room's obviously like kind of in the center of the house. Mm-hmm. To, your, to your right's the rest, I mean, to your right's the kitchen. Okay. And then in front of the kitchen is my parents' bedroom. And then um, on the other side is the restroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and like the restroom's in like a kind of like a long hallway. So I was I was there on, like, the smaller couch, and I had, like, a lamp lighting up, like, the whole area. So I happened to, like, look up as I'm folding clothes, and I see this dark shadow from, like, the calf down to the feet run from, like, the shadow of my mom's room all the way to the kitchen. And then as soon as it hit, like, the... Uh, like the, the kitchen darkness, wherever the light stopped, mm-hmm. it completely just disappeared into darkness. And wow. I was freaking out. And I was like, oh my. So I just turned up the TV and I was like, oh gosh, gotta finish this. You That's ignored it? Me? <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. Oh my God. I, but I, dude, I was so freaked out. Like, I was freaked out. But the thing was, like, I can clearly see the feet. Like, I saw, like, the shin, and, like, I just saw, like, just, like, the back of the like the back of the leg yeah. and like the the you, ankle. Did it just, look like feet, human? Feet? Feet. Yeah, it looked or, like human feet.
0: Oh man, that's that's creepy. But it was just you
1: know, it was just like a like a shadow person feet. Like it was yeah. just really weird. But that's all I saw. I didn't see anything like at the top. I just hmm. saw the feet.
0: my that's creepy. And so it, was it because like it was dark on the top, like and you couldn't see it, or just no? Because cause
1: like... it, okay, so like it was just, it it was really fucking weird.
0: Yeah.
1: It um. So, like, I had a lamp on, so it was, the room wasn't, like, fully lit, and the lamp only reached a certain, like, only went so far, especially into the kitchen. Like, it only went kind of, like, an inch or two into the kitchen. Mm. So, and, like, that area where my mom and, where my mom's room and the kitchen are, are kind of side by side, so it was darker than the rest of the area, than the rest of that, well, not the rest of the house, but, you know. It, it was just a dark spot. Yeah. Yeah. So... When it went, it like I just saw what the light, what I could see with the light, and then,
0: yeah, oh man, that was that's, fucking worse. Really weird, dude. Yeah. I was so
1: scared. I went and I turned on the lights everywhere. I was like, oh, I'm gonna so turn everything <laughs> on, you turn them on one
0: at a time, yeah. You know, <laughs> and I was house. just
1: running, and I was like, oh.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs>
1: Just God. yeah, it scared the shit out of me. Dude, and, it see, got really scared. and
0: light is like that's like always a source of safety too. It's like there's never going to be a time where it's like you're in like a, a lit place and you feel like there's going to be a ghost or something around you.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. And
0: like it never fails. Man. But
1: yeah, scared the living shit out of me. Dude,
0: I'd imagine I would think that somebody was in my house after that, or like some animal. Like I'd. Oh man.
1: Oh no! Like it was clearly like it was a shadow. Like yeah. I have no doubt in my mind. Like I can still picture it. I would have had like a fork
0: like by my side in that case. A fork, yeah, sure. I mean, it's, you never know. You yeah, never well, know.
1: I didn't have anything near. I had a basket of white clothes.
0: Mm, not <laughs> even colored the clothes. I have the basket, I know. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, the colored clothes, I feel like that would probably have done more damage than the white clothes, but I mean.
1: Okay, anyway, we're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> um, So, what? About, do you have another story? Like. Is there, like, another, like, significant thing that had an impact on you?
0: So, there is. There is another story that I have. And this part, I was trying to figure out if it was paranormal or not. But it just seemed that way because it just seemed too, I don't know. It just seemed kind of scary. And, like, mm-hmm. when I talk about it, then y'all let you get your interpretation for it. And everybody else, of course. So, I was hanging out with a friend studying, actually. So, we were studying for um, our finals. It was, like, the day right before it. It was about like two or three in the morning and we were just kind of like, well, you know, getting our studies on. So we decided to go take a trip, like a mental break as we were at it for about like five or six hours. So we go down the street and go into this trail right off the street off of Irele. Are you familiar with Ira yeah. by any chance? No? So it's like this little back road that, I mean, I'm, I'm used to taking it for shortcuts, but it leads to a trail. And so we decided, you know, we both know that trail. We'll just go kind of like walk up and down it, kind of just ease our minds because we didn't want to be cooped up in the house. So we go to that trail mind you three in the morning it's pitch black outside you're like why the hell are you doing that mike well we just wanted a break so we're walking out there as soon as we get out of the car we start kind of like walking down the trail I think what we were really looking for was like kind of like that adrenaline rush, maybe to kind of wake us up again. So I we guess, but if you're at, going out
1: at three in the morning, I mean, you're just asking for bad shit to happen. Like, that's right. the worst hour to go you're out at right.
0: night. <laughs> can you imagine being at a trail with no lights at no, all? No, I, I
1: would, see, I would have been like, nah, bro, I'll be staying in this car. Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. <laughs> see, I was thinking about it and I'm like, nah, I mean, we need to wake up because we got to study more for finals. Yeah. And so we got up, got out of the car, went started walking on the trail. The next thing you know we hear this branch just snap and it was like almost like maybe i would say 20 feet away from us we hear a branch snap and we're like what the fuck is that so we're like all right no worries we'll just keep kind of going a little bit see how far we can push this so as we're going another couple of branches snap and then we know like the exact area where it's coming from and we're like all right well, what the fuck is that mm-hmm. so we're like okay let's walk back because we at that point we had already walked about like i'd say maybe like 50 feet in so we start walking back and the next thing you know, it sounds like all the trees are just like coming down behind us or something. Oh. It was the weirdest thing because there was just like so many twigs snapping and you can hear it coming in your direction. You,
1: were you able to see anything? Or it, would it was you pitch just like- black. You couldn't see, like, your hand in front of you. Couldn't
0: face. see. And you oh, couldn't even wow. see the hand in front of you. Exactly. So it was, like, oh, it was so dark. So and horrible. then just picture just having, like, a whole bunch of just twigs and branches snapping. You just hear it get louder and louder and Ooh. closer. So we start running for our lives. We're just going down, go all the way through the path. That took us about five minutes to walk up. It took us, like, ten seconds to get back down. We got back in the car. I immediately turned my car on and I reversed. So before I reversed, I was thinking... I want to know what this is this is the weirdest thing like who what would be chasing after us you know the only wildlife out here is like a deer or something so I turned my lights on and turn them on bright and nothing was there there was literally nothing no glaring eyes looking back did at you look me at,
1: like did you look at like the trees around you and stuff like that we
0: yeah well at least like the general direction on where it was coming from but there was literally nothing like, Aww. it was weird because it was like you would think something coming at us would have stopped at one point or at least still been there. They wouldn't have just ran off. I mean, if it was an animal. I, mean, I guess it could have been a hobo. I mean, he could
1: have been, been tweaking. He just been on man, something.
0: That would have been even scarier. I would like to think it was an animal, not a <laughs> hobo, because if it was somebody as smart as a person, I wouldn't be here right now. So that's, it's a little I scary. Guess, yeah. but Yeah. Okay. So that's that's my other story. I think that might fall more on like the cryptid side of things. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking paranormal wise, maybe, maybe not. But that's what started piquing my curiosity and like, and just things that are just like abnormal, you Mm -hmm. know, just not the usual things. But yeah, so that's 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 my second story. It was just really really weird but that
1: sounds really weird i'd be freaked out though i'd be like oh hell no yeah
0: you so you just believe i was and that gave me the <laughs> adrenaline rush i needed to stay up so i mean i got what i was looking for i
1: don't know if i'd like be able to go back to studying i'd be like what was that it, might, it would be like i'd be so consumed i'd be looking up a bunch of videos and stuff like
0: what is yeah, i nice? going sure. on these
1: forums and stuff trying to figure oh, out man. what people what people saw. I didn't pixies. even
0: want to think of it afterwards. I was like, you know what? I, I was trying to focus on my studies because I'm not going to lie. It did take my attention away yeah. like <laughs> for like a whole hour. Did. And I was like, all right, you know what? This needs to get done. And so we just proceeded to make like our little cheat sheet stuff. And then it kind of got put behind us. But we talked about it the next day and... I was never the same since.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you.
0: Uh, no, I had to throw a cliche line in there.
1: I hate you. But,
0: so you said you had two stories, G. So what What was your second yeah, story?
1: Yeah, so my other story, we were in the same subdivision, living in the same house. And um, my it was me and my little brother, and we were the only ones home. So we were watching, I think it was Avatar at the time. Like,
0: Wait, the- Avatar with the, the, okay, the airbender one? Yeah. Okay, okay that's my show point. I mean that's I a mean, good show. That show I give it anyway to you.
1: so we were watching an episode of that and my mom calls and she wanted to know some type of information and my brother had stepped out of the room to go to the restroom so when my mom called she was pretty upset um, I can't really know what she, I don't really know what she wanted I can't really remember that well but all I know is that she was waiting for an answer mm-hmm. and I was like oh man we're gonna be in trouble so I go, and, like, I open the door, and I'm like, oh, hey, Julian, because I, you know, I thought he was already in the restroom, mm. but I was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess we didn't take that long on the phone after all. So yeah. we're there, and I'm like, hey, mom wants to know whatever the hell she wanted to know, right? And he just kind of, like, looks back at me like a brother would and kind of just smirks, like, and he just, like, ignores me. Mm.
0: Sounds and pretty I was, normal.
1: Yeah. So I was like, excuse me. <laughs> what you doing? Anyway, but... um. I was like repeating myself and he was ignoring me. And I was like, dude, you are gonna get us in trouble. Like mom wants to know, you know how she is. Mm -hmm. So like uh, he pretty much walks down the hallway and then to the hallway, like down the hallway to your right is our restroom door. Okay. So he he took a right, went to the restroom, shut the door, turned on the light. Now, let me just mention. So my stepdad had installed these lights and they were like energy saving lights. Mm -hmm. So like you push a button and the light turns on for however many minutes.
0: Oh. Okay. And
1: like you can adjust you can like adjust it.
0: Yeah, like how long it stays on. Mhm. Okay, and then cool. the same
1: thing with like the little vent thingy too. Nice. Man, that's fancy. Yeah, so like you have to know how to use it mm-hmm. in order to use it. Yeah. Like if you just walked in, you wouldn't you wouldn't know anything cuz it looks really weird. It's
0: not motion sensor or anything. No, it's either, not. Or... You
1: have to just
0: like push the button. push the
1: buttons and adjust the stuff like. Oh wow! So he shut the door, turned on the light, turned on the vent, and then um, like he shut the door, and I was like, "Dude, I'm so serious. Like, you're gonna get us in trouble. Answer me." So I like being a bigger sister. I was like, "Okay, you little shit." So I was like, "You're gonna open this door, and you're gonna tell me, or I'm gonna open it, and I don't care what happens. I'm yeah. gonna open this door." And I was like, don't test me because you know I will. That
0: fearlessness, man. So
1: um, he didn't listen. So I was like, all right, all right. So I opened the door and my brother's not in there. No way. So I thought, all right, so you want to be slick and try to hide behind the curtain? You want to scare me like <laughs> Persistent, that? So yeah. I grabbed the curtain and I threw it back and he wasn't even in there.
0: No. He
1: wasn't in there at all.
0: Was the light still on?
1: Yeah, the light was still on. Everything, everything, was, every, everything was as it was. When he walked in and turned it on. Wow. So then I freaked out because I was like, holy moly, like my, where are you? Yeah. (laughs) Where did you go? So then I was like, I literally followed you like into the restroom and you weren't here. So then I started screaming and I was like, where are you? (laughs) And I was calling out for my brother and like my brother comes out from like my mom's restroom, which is literally on the other side of the house. Mm -hmm. So he comes out running for my mom's restroom. He's like, what is it? What is it? And like, I was like in complete shock because I was like, I literally just followed you into the restroom and you shut the door and you turned on the light and the vent. And I was just like, and you weren't in there and I saw you and I followed you. And like, my brother got really creeped out and him and I just like went to the room and we shut the door and we called her mom and we told her. It was really creepy. Dude,
0: that sounds really creepy. Yeah, it it was. It was really freaky. I was thinking like, all right, if she goes in there and like the light is off, then maybe it's like could have been all like maybe like mind games or something like that yeah. but the fact that the lights were on I mean nothing else would have turned that light on like obviously if it's not That's motion sensor or anything like someone had to have pushed it
1: yeah and like I said it's not like a normal light
0: yeah so
1: yeah we were like really freaked out but I mean like I've dude we have tons of stories just from that like inside that house it's not like the house was haunted yeah but there was things that happened so like I don't know hopefully like later on like I kind of want to investigate like the land a little bit because our, yeah. our like our house wasn't the only house that had paranormal things going on.
0: Oh like so other reports of like neighboring houses had something similar or?
1: Yeah like uh, my my brother's best friend she lives down the street or she used to live down the street and her house is like super fucking haunted. No way. Yeah, like big time.
0: Dang, stories are planning on that block, then.
1: Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Oh but my yeah,
0: God. oh maybe we can bring that in future episodes and talk about things. Yeah,
1: I don't even know how we're gonna go about investigating that, but we'll see. Dang, you know,
0: we can figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's for sure. I would, I, if, where there is a will, there is a way. I feel so like I said yeah, that it was
1: just I, it was just really weird. So then like, you know, it's like my brother's doppelganger.
0: Yeah. Oh no, really? And that's creepy. And I remember you talking about like. They're supposed to be, like, something, like, a, like bad omens or something. Like, when you yeah. have when you run into a doppelganger. Like... So, like,
1: if you run into a doppelganger of yourself. And, oh, but for those of you who don't know, a doppelganger is an apparition or a double of a living person. So, um, when you... It's said that, like, whenever you run into your doppelganger, it means death. It means that you're going to die.
0: Like, death is going to follow you? Yes. Oh, my God. So, Man, you're never
1: supposed work. to... Like, you never want to run into you know, a doppelganger of yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. it's just like, it's just a bad omen slash saying. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows?
0: That's really creepy, It's creepy. Man. Yeah, I was insane, <laughs> I was like, like, oh
1: my gosh, th- Julie was in the next room.
0: <laughs> so like, glad they didn't run into each Dude, other. Dude, yeah. You're still around. I know, like, I'd
1: be crying.
0: Man, well, that'd be super scary.
1: And that brings us to our next topic of the show. It's called Weird S.A. So, today's topic is going to be the Manger Hotel. And all its little spooky haunts. Before the Manger Hotel came into existence, there, it, there was a big part of history that took place on the land it sits on. And that, my friends, is the Battle of the Alamo, where 23 years later, the Manger Hotel will be built on. A businessman by the name of William Manger opened a brewery on the site of the Alamo Battleground. After occupying the area for a while, he soon realized people were needing a place to stay. In 1859, he and his wife, Mary, solved the problem by expanding into a 50-room hotel, forming the Manger Hotel on February 1st, 1859. Everything from the wrought iron balconies to the stained glass-roofed Victorian lobby made the Manger a huge success. Due to its amount of visitors, a third story was added to meet demand. The Manger played host to some prominent leaders in US history, which includes the US presidents. The bar is where Theodore Roosevelt recruited his famous Rough Riders Cavalry Brigade. There were other famous people who stayed at the hotel such as Sarah Bernhard and Lily Langtree to General Robert E. Lee and Ulysses S. Grant. In 1975, the hotel was added to the National Registry of Historic Places as part of the Alamo Plaza Historic District. While the manger has pretty badass history, it also plays a host to a sum of 36 ghosts according to our sources. So. Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell us about some of our spiteful spooks?
0: All right, I definitely will. So this is the story of the ghost of Sally White. Sally White was a beloved chambermaid at the hotel. Sally had a common law husband named Harry Wheeler, who was the jealous type. This jealousy caused many arguments between the couple. On March 28, 1876, Harry's jealousy turned deadly. One evening, one of Harry and Sally's arguments escalated. He was furious and threatened to kill her. Sally panicked, managed to escape, and ran to a local police station. The officers agreed to let her stay at the local courthouse for the night. The officers investigated their house but were not able to find a weapon of any kind. They didn't have any evidence to take him to jail. Sally returned to her house the next morning to get a few things before heading to work. Little did she know Harry had been waiting for her with a fully loaded pistol. Encountering her husband with the eye to kill, Sally ran out of the home hoping to make the two-block gap between their home and the Manger. He followed her and when he caught up, he grabbed her by the throat and shot her in the lower abdomen. He fired once more just left of her spine. Sally died two days later at the hotel on the third floor of the original part of the Manger Hotel. Today, Sally's ghost can be seen around the hotel, most frequently spotted on the third floor where she had passed. She has been seen with an armful of towels or sheets by both staff and guests.
1: Our second major haunting here is the ghost of Captain Richard King. Captain Richard King was originally from NYC. Richard came from a poor Irish family who inevitably sold him as an indentured servant to a jeweler. The first chance he got, he escaped and sailed away on a ferry bound for the Mississippi. Richard would eventually grow to be a successful entrepreneur. Richard bought a land in Corpus Christi, Texas, then opened King Ranch. He would often come to San Antonio on business and frequently stayed at the Manger. He grew to love the hotel and stayed so often that the Manger bestowed to him his own suite, called the King Ranch Suite. King eventually developed stomach cancer and near the end of his life requested to be brought back to the suite of the Manger. He eventually passed in his dedicated suite. A funeral was then held for him in the Manger lobby. The King Ranch suite is known to be the most haunted room in this hotel. Guests reported everything from having the feeling of being watched, hearing footsteps, and seeing his apparition. He has also been spotted roaming around the halls. It is said that a strange orb has been seen inside the suite, as well as just outside the door.
0: So, we did have the luxury to interview a couple of people that do work there at the Manger Hotel. And some of these employees at the hotel, specifically a housekeeper, mentioned a story about her brother. She described her brother as a skeptic and decided that he wanted to stay the night at the King Ranch Suite. And search pretty much for an experience. He rented it for two nights around the time of fiesta. There was a moment where he was sitting in the bedroom and noticed movement. Looking towards the source of this motion, he saw a black object flying around the top of the ceiling. To this day, her brother refuses to stay in that room because of that same exact experience.
1: I'm not gonna lie; like, I'd be really freaked out if I saw that. Like, I'd be like, "Whoa!"
0: Same here, especially if you're just you're in a room expecting to see something because you know obviously he's coming. Yeah, from but a home I mean didn't think
1: of it. Yeah, but I mean, can you imagine like you're you're coming like into the hotel, you're trying to relax cuz you just had like a fun night of partying at fiesta oh, yeah. and then next thing you know, like you see some crazy shit on your ceiling and you're like, "Oh my god. I wonder yeah. what he did. Like I wonder like what he did after. I wonder if he like left." Mm, she didn't, didn't really she didn't go into detail about it, but
0: I wonder if he stayed the full two nights or if he just like I wouldn't have stayed the full night. two
1: nights. But I mean, Maybe, because I paid for it. So, if it was if it was pricey, I would have been yeah. like, you best believe I'm staying here two nights. But, you know, I'll be sleeping with the cross and a Bible. Yeah,
0: some holy water some on the ho- side. Yeah. Maybe a gallon All- of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you Start never Start drinking know. it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because then you'd be pure of blood at that point.
1: <laughs> okay. So, there are other ghosts that are here in the hotel as well. There's not just those two main ones. There is a man seen by staff in the early mornings in a 19th century suit. Uh, that sits on the bench where the patio is and when workers approach him he disappears Another apparition that has been seen is of a woman in an old-timey blue dress that likes to sit in the lobby and knit and this Specifically is in I guess the older part of the lo- the lobby mm-hmm. um, And not like the newer renovated side But um, apparently when she was approached by like a hotel staff member who noticed her um, And asked her if she needed anything she was like no all rude and then she like disappeared for the employee's eyes and it freaked her out. <laughs>
0: Man, she must have had an angry death.
1: Dude, I know. Yeah. I
0: wonder, but I wonder I mean, if, that, if that's what evokes her. Maybe
1: she's just mad that she couldn't finish knitting. Maybe. She was like, I'm never gonna finish this scarf.
0: <laughs> that can be pretty upsetting because it requires a lot of patience to knit.
1: I mean, I guess I've never knitted, I crochet, so.
0: I'd imagine that's almost the same.
1: I mean, but it's calming. Yeah,
0: that's true. And then having somebody come up to you and ask you for help, I can see how that can make someone bitter.
1: I don't know, I don't think so. (laughs) Anyway, according to an officer at the manger, there have been reports of apparitions being seen in the reflection of a mirror on the second or third floor of the manger. There was also a mention of ghosts appearing in a photo near the bar area of the manger, specifically a ghost of a man in a hat who looked like a soldier and a ghost of a little boy. Now, we did check this photo out and we did see the apparition of the soldier, but we were not able to find the little boy like anywhere in the picture. But we do we actually do have a photo taken of that photo and you can you can clearly see the soldier. But yeah, like I said, the little boy is nowhere to be seen.
0: Yeah, we'll make sure to put that photo on our Facebook. So, another employee stated, he was working at the bar one day when a coworker mentioned that he was surrounded by a type of thick gas or mist, almost like a vape smoke. The employee states he didn't see it but started swatting at it to make it go away. So according to him and his co-worker, the cloud never went away. He also states seeing a glimpse of an apparition in a white dress as well. The employee also mentioned that a customer saw the exact same apparition while in the bar. He was later told what he might have seen was a ghost of a little girl who passed after being kicked by a horse. Being kicked by a horse—that's such a rowdy way to go.
1: I know, but she's a kid, though. I mean, like as an adult, being kicked of a horse, can I? I would think could get you pretty bad. But yeah, as a kid, I think that that would kill you. That'd be
0: the worst. It d- and
1: too, like it, maybe it hit her in the face. Yeah, like, You don't know. I
0: feel like that would kill anybody if you just got kicked in the like in the head by a horse or like a cow. Oh man, anybody. that would kill
1: anybody. Yeah, yeah,
0: easily. Oh man, that's like that's the worst way to go. I Dude. feel bad for her.
1: I know. Mm. I know. Well, it was also mentioned that if you call out the spirits in the hallway of the older side of the manger, that things have been known to happen. Though we don't recommend disturbing the guests or tempting the spirits in any way. Alright guys, so that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you all for listening. Once again, I am your host Gio.
0: And I'm Mike.
1: Tune in next time for more spooky shit. Thanks guys!